news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon. And of course, have a great day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one red slide at a time. And it is Thursday afternoon. It's a highlight of my week. I don't know about these two guys, but certainly a highlight of my week. We've got the three amigos. We've got Dion somewhere in Texas. How you doing, man? Lost and having phone troubles. <laughs> This is awesome. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing pulling over and doing this. And how you doing, Matt? Isn't this how most horror stories start? Yeah, somewhere <laughs> in Texas. Horror stories and porn. So we'll figure out where I'm at. <laughs> hey, ugliest threesome on the internet. Oh, We're not doing that. Yeah, no, I, I, I horror. That's what it is. That's it's, it's both categories. Exactly. It's yeah. It's, it's not good. So, but you know, kind of on that uh, on that kind of idea. Uh, we have both been, all three of us have been fighting against the crass crash story. Uh, we've done our best to pull up data. I've done 50 years of research, all of these things. Uh, actually, a follower of mine sent me a spreadsheet, which you both will see in a minute. And I can now declare when housing will crash and it will crash 50%. So um, interested in any of that? I don't know, Dion, have you seen this already? I have not seen that. I did watch your update where you asked for the comment of what's going to crash first, crypto, tech stocks, or real estate. So Yep, that was this morning. There. Yeah, you yep. did. Thank you for that. Matt, you may have seen it because I think you saw a conversation with Jonathan Twomley this morning. I did. I saw that. And then I think we had talked about it a little bit. Oh, that's on, right. Yes, we did. We talked, I think, about it on Tuesday. And yeah. so I'm not going to give away the answer. Yeah. I'm not be a spoiler. Yeah. So here's the deal, folks. Real estate can crash 50%. But when you say crash in real estate, I want everybody to realize there are two metrics that could crash. One of them is values. And in the 50 years of history, the doubling of interest rates from eight to 16% slowed value, but never had value go negative. However, as you are about to see, Doubling of real estate interest rates from 8 to 16% in 81 and 82 crushed, crushed housing transactions. That is something we should talk about. So let me pull it up so everybody can see it. I will highlight where we are on this spreadsheet. Uh, actually, Dion, you're on a tablet, so you should be able to see this. Can you see this? I can see it, yep. Okay. So what I'm going to do is we're going to look at actually two columns here. The first column is going to be starts with 1.612. Does everybody see that 1970 upper left corner? I do. So that is total number of transactions. It goes to 2.3, 2.2, 2.4, all the way down here until it peaks in 19 or actually in 1978. And let's just rough and tough call it 4 million. Does everybody see that 1978? I do. So now, if you look at interest rates and you know the history, and oh, by the way, it's in the 50-year spreadsheet, Paul Volcker comes in and starts to get a little nasty with it. He starts taking interest rates from 11 to 13 to 16. And look at that. Transactions start to fall. 3.9, 3.8, crashing. 2.9, 2.4, 1.2. 
1.9. So interest rates doubling can crush housing transactions. Does everybody see that? I do. Dion, do you see that? I do. I also noticed that the prices don't go down. Exactly where we're going to next. Look, one, two, three, four, five, six columns over where it says median sales price. Oh, let's see. It peaks in 1978, 3.986 thousand transactions. Price is 58, or no, 48,700. That's the total. That's the average of the country. Transactions go down in 1979. Housing goes up seven grand. Transactions go down 800,000. Value goes up seven grand. Transactions go down another 500,000 and housing goes up four grand. Housing goes down another 500,000 and housing is up, I don't know, 1400 bucks. So I can tell you when housing transactions will crash, when interest rates double, that has nothing to do with price. Price continued to go up, even though interest rates went up from eight to 16%. This information right here should shock people who are calling for a crash. It doesn't make sense. Any thoughts on this, Dion? This is probably the first time you're seeing this. Yeah, actually, I'm going to ask everybody that's watching to leave a comment down below and let me know when you buy a rental property, do you care how many other people bought a rental property? That I just, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no. Oh, and oh, by the way, if you really want to get crazy with it, you guys know what happened to rent as prices were going up and interest rates, right? Yes. Rents were doubling. And like we're seeing now. Exactly. And your interest rate. And if you do a 30-year mortgage, like all three of us say to do, your payment never changes. So that all falls to the bottom line and equals more cash flow. Yeah, this is a pretty telling chart right here. This should be sent to everybody that says rates go up, housing is going to crash. Well, transactions might crash, but values, that's not an easy decision because you also have wages and other factors. Matt, any thoughts on this? this? Is the second time we've gone through it. When you first showed this, it looked a lot like the stock charts that I looked at mm -hmm. that said um, that everyone tells me that the stock market is so much safer and that's where all the real money is. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then I looked at it and I wasn't able to calculate anything other than from 1970 to 2021, yeah. that there have been seven market corrections greater than the worst crash in prices in real estate history yeah. in eight, nine, and 10. So that was 8.9%. There have been seven crashes in the real in the stock market, seven since 1970 that are greater than the worst decline in history. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, at the end of the day, this is data. So you have to pick which one. Are you making decisions based on feelings? Yeah. Or are you making decisions based on data? If you're making decisions based on data, then this would speak to the data point that likely your rents are going to go up on a property that you buy pricing mm -hmm. might or might not go up, but it, based on this, it will go up. Mm -hmm. Even if it doesn't 
still who cares so what because i hate filling out my pfs and changing that number anyway <laughs> that's so, the only downside you got to change your yeah. personal financial statement exactly oh, <laughs> so from my perspective it's about one thing and one thing only somebody kept on saying well isn't there a risk you know blah 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 and and i said no 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 no, no. you're making you're, you're making way too many assumptions yeah. there's only one thing i care about the longest fixed rate debt that's the cheapest i can get that's mm -hmm. what i care the most about because then that directly correlates to what is my what is my payment and then that directly feeds off of what is my rent and yeah. that creates my margin and over time the one number my fixed rate debt changes a whole lot less than what my rents are in your example of in the 70s rents doubled my mortgage will not double in 10 years it yeah. might go up 10%, maybe 20% based on taxes mm -hmm. or insurance, sure. but it's not going up 100%. Yeah. Mortgage or principal interest will not change. That's right. Yeah. And Dion, any thoughts on this that you've had a chance to look at it for a little bit? Well, you have the finance education more so mm -hmm. than I do. Mm -hmm. So this is an assumption. You can correct me if it's wrong, if it's sure. wrong but when the rates doubled towards mm -hmm. the end of the 70s, mm -hmm. I remember I was a kid. We were about the same age. Mm -hmm. um, adults had bank account CDs that would pay 11%. Absolutely. <laughs> if you could, if you could lock your money up in the bank for a couple of years and get 11%, I can totally understand why transactions would reduce because if people are looking to buy rental properties, looking for a, an eight to 10% return, but mm -hmm. the bank will give you 11 with no risk, no mm -hmm. tenants, no, none, all the things that comes with owning a property. Mm -hmm. um, if rates did that again, however soon cd rates followed would probably yeah. make the transactions go down again yeah the, well there's that is absolutely true but what what was really happening and again the beauty of my channel is on wednesdays i talked to matt the mortgage guy right so a lender in this space we did calculations what's called a front end ratio which is basically principal interest taxes and insurance and buying a house in 1981 or 1982 it was unaffordable unless you were richy rich right? You had a front end ratio of 44 or 45 and nobody's getting an approval at that. You're, you're, you're stretching a front end approval at 33, for example. Uh, so what really happened? So here's the deal, right? So in 81 and 82, guess what happens? Mom and dad can't buy a home because they can't get approved, right? They haven't saved enough down or they don't make enough. But guess what mom and dad want to do? Mom and dad want to live in a home, not an apartment. So what's going to happen? they're going to rent more. I guarantee you rents in 1982 are higher because the desire to be in a home is not mm -hmm. interest rate driven. Mm -hmm. it, I don't live in an apartment because the interest rate is 16%. I don't own my home because interest rates are 16%. So again, the people who won the 70s bought homes in 70 or 71 and mm -hmm. just simply held on. It is that simple. Stop talking about a housing crash. It is not coming in values. It could come and it could be nasty in transactions. In real estate agents, you might need a side hustle because your commissions are going to go down. But I'm telling you, if values don't crash when, inter when the 30-year mortgage rate is 16%, I mean, that's enough. there's enough said right there. Yeah, pretty crazy. So was that surprising data, Dion? That's the first time you saw it. That was the first time I saw that. Yeah, I didn't expect transactions to go down that much and, and not have a much bigger effect on the price. Yeah, I mean, 
Again, people keep screaming, oh, wait till interest rates go up, housing's gonna crash. Well, transactions might. Values, probably not. Yeah, one of the things I think that a lot of people also discount, <gasps> God bless you, is, um, is the fact that when we look at deals, so many people sitting on the side, well, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait. I was like, let me, let me, let me paint you a picture, okay? You're on number one and you're yeah. gonna wait. I'm on number 34 and I'm not gonna wait. But when that number starts to go down, I know my numbers probably better than you do. And I'm gonna buy it before you get a whiff of it. And that's yeah. if it ever even makes it to market. Cause I just bought a deal that hit market <coughs> that the broker was shocked. I paid 20 grand over asking. And after I got it all under contract, I then showed them the math and I said, it should have been 40 grand more. Yeah. Thanks for the deal. Yeah, thank you. Like it's all based on payment and what you're paying. That's what it's based on. You don't have to figure out the rest. How much money is it going to cost you? And how much money can you sell it for? Crazy. Ninth grade dropout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Dion, any, any kind of other things that hit you in this kind of, that you have a chance to look at it, think about it a little bit? The thing that I really like is the data keeps going to don't wait. The longer you wait, the more you're going to pay. And right. like, Matt said, people that understand it, they're paying. Now, I, I bought a duplex 2017 for 298000 A friend of mine is buying a duplex about five houses up right now for $555,000. Oh, it was, it was five sixty five. I helped her negotiate it down to five fifty five with her inspection report. It makes sense because rents are about 215% where they were when I purchased in four years. And interest so, rates are lower. And interest, so, so mm -hmm. if, if anybody looked at the numbers, they would go, oh my God, she's paying that much for, that's almost twice what you paid. That's crazy. Yeah, she's making way better returns than I, I did when I bought it. My, my returns now on that one are awesome. Right. Hers are going to be just as good too. That's what people need to hear. Her return day one versus your day one, her return is better. Is better. Yeah. Be mine, mine was like 11, hers is 14. People need to hear that. Time in market beats timing the market. And the last thing I'll say about this, this going down thing, I experienced it up close and personal and I bought the whole way down. I bought it 150 and 130. And I bought all the way down to 28 grand. You know what happened when in my market, when housing broke about $80,000, more, pe more people got scared. Uh, yeah. They never thought it would go that low. Then they, they started going, oh my God, the world is ending. Nobody's going to do anything. It was really weird. I had more competition at 130 and 140, which was like 2003, 2004 levels. But yeah. once we broke 2002 levels, yeah. it actually got easier because more people yeah. got wigged out and scared. It was really bizarre. And I think a lot, yeah. go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say it really got interesting when houses were under 50 grand. Like there was nobody around. Well, I think that that shakes out all the people that think it might just be a 10 or 20% correction, right? Well, maybe it's just a 20% correction. Maybe it's just a 30% correction. Well, there yeah. were some markets that corrected. 70 percent yeah fresno california the norris drive the first house i talk about all the time peaked at 300 it retraded at 75 oh yeah that's about a 75 percent drop yeah yeah but i bought it you know 201 because i didn't know where it was i just yeah. like i can count my my yields better at 150 oh then it's better at 130 oh but it was really, it was really bizarre. I've never talked about this before. Once housing got to about 80 grand, which is like 2000 levels, mm -hmm. like half the people disappeared. Yeah. 
Isn't, like, isn't that when a lot of lenders won't lend because the amount's too yes. low? It could have been. It so, absolutely could. Yeah, it could have been that whole 75K, mm-hmm. right? It could have been. It It's probably, it's that. And it it's been. also probably the other thing that I've run into as well <clears throat> is a um, lending density. So they'll talk about mm-hmm. a market where they're just like, we have too much exposure in this particular market. Yeah, there was definitely seen, some of that in Fresno. We've seen like, that much of a correction. We're not touching it because it's radioactive at this point. Except well, here's the funny thing. If the guy that's in charge of that, right? If he looks at it, why is he not dollar cost averaging? Yeah. If you've yeah. got the quality buyer, dollar yeah. cost average, holy cow. Like yeah. that guy gets promoted. I can tell you this alone because the house is the house. Right. That house at 150 versus 80 grand, it's a better loan at 80 grand than 150. I just want to tell you. Yes, it's true. Yeah, it's some crazy stuff. Well, thank you for going this with me. Again, housing will crash 50% if interest rates double, but it's transactions, not values. Matt, how can people find you? Lumberjacklandlord.com, Lumberjacklandlord on YouTube, and 11.30 a.m. Eastern time, my live stream, Real Estate of Palooza. And Dion? I actually only see the housing crash happening in Washington state between Tacoma and Olympia. So everybody should just stop looking there for about the next year or so. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you can deploy some capital. <laughs> yes. Which I'm ready to do. And they can find me here on YouTube. Dion talk financial freedom. And when is your live streams normally? Is it Wednesday? It's going to be Tuesday. Evening, oh, Tuesday. So YouTube plays along. Very cool. Well, thanks guys. I appreciate it. Thanks Mike.